So you have a filament, you're overwhelmed, you don't know what to do with it. I get you, I've been there. So let's talk about how to actually use this data to benefit your site. So right now I am on the performance view of a filament and we're looking at some recent transactions. So I just popped in, we have Amazon and we have a couple booking.coms that I threw in. Um, we also have uh, travel payouts kind of lurking in the background, but you don't get paid on travel payouts till the person actually like does the thing. So I won't see money from whatever this Discover Cars thing is until likely November. So I've got a ways to wait for that. Um, but for now, I can actually see what's happening with the two that were booked. So one of the ways that I use this beyond just tracking like, okay, I've made almost 25 bucks this week on this site is to look at comparing what happens day by day. Now this site, I didn't put in all the affiliates, so we don't have everything that's happening daily, but we got a couple. So if let's say we had um, an Amazon purchase the same day as something on booking, it would be blue on the bottom and then orange on top. It does randomly assign um, a different color to each affiliate, so we'd be able to track that. And then that's gonna let me see what is performing best for me day on day. And I can either see by number of sales or by actual earnings. I always do earnings. Gross sales to me, I'm like, okay, well, just because someone booked one thing on booking, but if it's a $41 thing, I care a lot more about that than I do about the number of total things they booked. However, if you were comparing, let's say, Expedia to booking and the cost of hotels is different, then that would be a reason to look at gross sales, to be like, okay, people may have booked a more expensive hotel, but did more people book on the other one than this one? And so this is where at a glance, you can get an idea of which affiliate is converting best for you. Not only which network, but which specific affiliate. So that's where you can go, um, you can either do it in advertisers over here to see what's doing best for you, or in transactions, you can actually sort by site if you want to, but you can also under filters, go to advertisers and select the advertisers. So if I wanted to only do, I don't know, travel payouts and booking, it's gonna change my view. Now I typically have all on just on default from my first glance, but you'd want to, um, yeah, to adjust if you're looking at specific affiliates. So especially if you're comparing two things like Viator and Get Your Guide, or um, hotels.com, booking.com, and Expedia, the best way to test which one's gonna do best for you, write a post on each that is a pretty similar um, type of keyword. So for example, if you are, I don't know, a budget travel site, then maybe you wanna do cheapest hotels in X. And then you're gonna wanna pick three locations and write those posts. Now. Every post is not gonna have the same number of page views. They're gonna take different times to rank, all sorts of stuff. You wanna try and get them into a similar zone. So if you can get them all into the top three, you'll get some idea there. Um, or if they're all around seven to nine on the first page, again, you'll get a vague idea of the similarities. If something ranks number one and something else ranks number 30, you can't really compare them. <laughs> so it's just not gonna work out there. Now, if you're doing email marketing, you can also check this, but do check that the affiliate program allows you to put the link in an email, otherwise you're in some hot water. So then you can see, okay, what converts best? And then just switch the links to that thing. Easy peasy. Now, Stay22 kind of for travel is a big thing for that, where they will um, use their, basically their AI to determine which one the user is most likely to like. You don't always need that though. 
because if you can do this and get the base one to something that people are going to be able to use every single time first of all you get more like you get a higher commission going direct so you're gonna get more money um, but also like the api can slow down sites a little bit there are like minor issues there so up to you to determine what's right for your site but for some programs that don't exist with stay 22 this can be a good option for example the walmart and amazon affiliate programs are kind of in hot competition in the u.s for different random things people need for around their house um, so it, the Walmart one pays a lot more, but if the Amazon one converts way better, you might end up making more money from it, even if the commission is kind of crap. So this is one way that I use it to interpret overall data. But a more often thing I'm going to do is go into content, where I want to see for specific posts on my site, how are they performing? What are they making? How are they doing? At a glance, you just see some totals. doesn't really mean much. So I want to click in and then I'm going to, I just need to move this, there we go. I'm going to be able to see a general kind of guide to it. Now again, I do not have everything actually linked here, so it can't actually show me the direct affiliates and the amounts. Um, a girl's got to keep some things private. But this, if you did have your affiliates in here, it would show you the trends for it. What I go into though is the heat map. I think the heat map is the coolest thing. And it's basically going to review your site does not want to work for me right now. Come on. Let's just refresh. It might be because it doesn't have, there we go. Okay, so now it does have something to pull. So it's gonna pull, it's kind of a blurry screenshot, but it pulls a screenshot of your site. And if you scroll, you're gonna be able to see these dots based on what people are clicking on. The bigger the dot, the more people are clicking. Typically, this is gonna be the thing that is the highest up on your site. Um, you'll also be able to see what people click on. So here, people click on the name. They're not clicking on the book it, they're, or well, one person is down here and there's a couple like tiny dots there, barely visible. I don't see any dots on the images. So even though I yelled at my VA, I didn't yell at my VA. I asked my VA to add links to these when she forgot. Um, clearly it didn't really matter. Down here, I can also see what people are clicking on there. And again, over here. So I can see number one, what is converting? Like what are the things people are clicking on to go to these hotels? How are people getting to the hotel? Also, which of the ones on the page do they care about most? Clearly, the first one. It has the giant blue bubble. It'll also have a red bubble if people are purchasing. So I think that's really cool to see the differences between just looking or purchasing. So let's say this first one, more people looked, but then they were like, ah, that's too expensive. There'd be a tinier red bubble and a bigger red bubble down here for the Leisure Main because maybe Maybe it was something about the way I talked about it. Maybe it was just that it's less expensive, so it's not as like much of a, an amazing giant expense that you're gonna have to do. Um, there's all sorts of different reasons why someone might click on something more than something else. It's your job to figure out why that is. So you need to take a look and figure out, okay, was it some language that I used? Was it maybe related to, yeah, maybe like this one where clearly half of it wasn't linked by accident. Um, maybe it's related to the price of the thing. Maybe that thing is always sold out. Tons of different reasons. So you're gonna have to do that interpretation and see what you can do to adjust it to make it more beneficial for your user or just to convert better. Now, one thing that I did when I first started looking at these is I was like, okay, for anywhere number two was getting more clicks than number one, first of all, I didn't have any of these top things. Um, this is something I added in at Monica's suggestion because she was like, hey, 
list a top three. So I tried out top, like just a bunch of top things down here or a top three. I added in um, like affiliate single boxes that look kind of like lasso, but you can code them for yourself pretty easily, especially in cadence. So I just coded one for myself. Um, you can also just do a table depending on it, like especially for Amazon things, a comparison table does really, really well. And as you can see, it works. People just want to know what are the best things and then they want to go get it. That's it. Um, down here, definitely people are still reading it to learn more and like see more, but they were doing a lot more up here. They were like, cool, I'm ready, let's go. So it shows, I just want to move the feet out. The feet are creeping me out for some reason, <laughs> but I just want to see what's converting. Now, the cool thing is it's going to give you versions. So if I change this, let's say the Legermain had like way more bookings and I wanted to switch it to be number one and the Swiss to be number two, I could wait a month and then see, okay, version two of this, it'll, it'll just rerun itself. Don't worry. It holds on to the revisions. I want to see what's changed. Are we getting more clicks? Are we not? Did the booking amount change? Typically moving something that is converting really, really well higher up is going to make you more money. That was one of like that and adding these little like top three sections and like tables and stuff. Those were the ways I made so much more money. Like it was a big deal to me. So highly recommend you take the time to do this. I definitely need to go back and do some more. It's been a little bit, but yeah, it really works. I also want to see what are people clicking on? So yeah, now I know the images for this one don't really do anything. People just didn't seem to care about them. So I can kind of leave my poor VA alone if she does forget one or two. Same for this book it button. If, I don't know, maybe she forgets one. I think this would matter more to me, but like, let's just say, I don't know, maybe I wouldn't care as much. If the title wasn't linked and people weren't clicking on it, or it was linked, people weren't clicking on it, then yeah, maybe I skip that. For me, I definitely want to have more versus too few places for people to click, but I also want to see what are people clicking on. So I can see down here for couples and budget are both doing really well. So people clearly care about romantic stuff or saving some money. <laughs> so that might be something I need to work into kind of these little check boxes. This is an older post, so I definitely need to like go through and update it for some better conversions because to me, I'm like, what's the reason this is the best? I don't care if it's three star. I don't care about it being near top attractions. I probably care more about the vibe of the jacuzzi if that's why I'm booking it. Same for down here. I can see, okay, I definitely need to keep adding links inside of the first sentence because clearly a lot of people are clicking that, but maybe linking the reviews don't matter as much. And this can just give you a sense of like what's converting for you. Like I was told by an old blog teacher that these CTA boxes here matter so much and they get so many clicks and headers never get clicks. My headers typically drive my clicks. Like actually this is a unique situation for me where the first paragraph is doing a lot better than the header. That could be because it's doing so well up here that those people really did need to read more about it. But you can see as we go through the post, you're naturally gonna have drop-offs anyway. The longer and like deeper you're into a post, the more likely it is that people um, have left already and they've booked it and they've gone and they're done. Uh, but this can help you test things. So I was also testing where to put the review snippet and I can see that, yeah, for some of the other ones, maybe it's not converting as well. Maybe if it was higher, it would do better. Even this like grayed out box, I think having the like uh, the CTA below it, people might not expect the CTA because there's the grayed out box on mobile. They might think we're done and they're just scrolling away. 
because really for this one I'm not seeing much for any of these boxes like I see the tiniest little blue dot that I can't even hover over <laughs> so not doing very well and that means maybe I don't prioritize these or maybe I need to move it up all of this is just stuff that you can look at and then learn from okay what are people looking at here what is converting for them so I can even see, oh look, someone's like, what is it called when a hotel in Ottawa has a jacuzzi in the room? For some reason, that's doing surprisingly well, considering it's at the bottom of this post. That likely means it's either being pulled for a people also ask, or it's something that someone is jumping to from the table of contents. I don't think people are just scrolling to it. So interesting, and you just need to analyze. It's all about analyzing the data. And the cool thing is that it will hold on to the memory of what the old thing was versus the new thing. So you can see the changes you made and you can see if they actually work for you. Or if you changed it, nothing changed or it got worse, you can then go back and revert it to the old one. Now, I also have these sections at the bottom of my post that I was trying because a friend told me that they did well for her. This one like just doesn't really do anything for this site. I think because people do tend to like leave before they get here because I give them all these other things to do. So by the time they get here, they're kind of done. But for some posts, it does better than others. Here I can see like the tiniest little dot that I can barely hover over for Skyscanner. There we go, I can barely get it. Um, and so I can see that like someone's coming down here. But if it's genuinely never making me money, I would just get rid of these and stop doing them. Now mine auto insert, so it's literally no work for me. But if I was like even having to like add the reusable block, I would delete this so fast if it wasn't doing anything. The cool thing I really like too is that it says like how many people who come to this page, the percentage of people who arrive on it actually get to this point. And I think this does really help you figure out as well for something like, okay, we're at the number six thing. So like, yeah, okay, it has a higher CTR, but only 9% of people get to this point. Whereas when we have this top thing, 88% of people see it. That's a lot more people. That matters so much more. It also means that like the number of clicks, like the CTR might be a bit lower because there's so many more people, the clicks and things like that, but you can just look at all that information. If we go to details, we can also see a full analysis of people who are looking at this link. So we can see like certain dates and like how it changes. It's so cool. I just, I freaking love it. I think it's the best. It's such an epic thing. You can also even test it yourself on mobile to see, okay, what does it look like on mobile? Like maybe these blocks would break. Maybe something does look really messed up on mobile. Maybe there's a reason like here, definitely if you were reading this and you got to this, you wouldn't know the CTA is below it. There's a reason I've kind of stopped doing these to be honest, is I do think it takes away from it a little bit for my user and it distracts them from actually getting to like the check prices kind of thing. But this is a great way to just figure things out for your site and see what's working and what's not. Now, you can also like delete the heat map if let's say it ran and then something like glitched halfway. It does happen once in a while. Or if you don't want to have too many versions of it stored here. So if you had like 10 versions, I'd probably start getting rid of stuff. But I'm equally a hoarder, so for me I might not, to be honest. And so anytime you change stuff in the post, even if you're just changing the copy, like maybe you go to one post and a certain thing does really well because you were more emotional or maybe you were more logical and you try to change a few others to reflect that, it'll still change the version. Like the version changes for anything you change on the page, which I think is really great. So it can kind of also help us track general changes in performance, um, kind of like rank logic that way. 
Then we have link performance where you can see like the specific links and how they're doing. And again, if I click into it, I can see those details. So, okay, maybe a month ago it was getting seen better. Why is that? Did my speed get worse? Did I introduce ads that are breaking it? Is something getting in the way? Um, did I move it? Whatever. Maybe one has a higher CTR and then it dropped off. Why could that be? Maybe the hotel is now under construction, so I need to move stuff around. So it just lets you actually analyze how things are doing in such a cool way. I just, oh, I'm such a geek for data. I freaking love it. You can also see where every link is. Now I generate a new link for every page on my site. I don't reuse the same link over and over again, except for, for this site, the Chateau Laurier. It's like, it is cloaked with a pretty link. So the problem is that like where it shows up in the performance, it doesn't show up on the hotel area, which is like something I do have to go in and change um, because I want to see which posts are doing well with it. Then we have our specific audience and like which audience are liking this best, which I think is such a cool thing to be like, okay, Canadians love booking.com. They love this. Again, you could compare if your target audience is mostly Americans and okay, British people are using your hotels.com link and Americans are using your booking version. You can then serve them different things. Maybe even use something like genius link to make two versions of your site, depending on where the person is coming from. So that's how I look at the content there. And I think the heat maps, I don't know what is happening right now. It's having a little dance, refresh it. Sometimes mistakes happen, it's okay. But that's gonna allow me to actually go in per site or per, po bleh, per post on the site and see what's happening with it. You can also, if you do have authors, see which authors are doing best, which is quite nice to be able to be like, okay, if I'm paying a bunch of authors, who's performing best? But they have to actually be attributed as an author on the published post which isn't as great for people like me who have ghostwriters. I do hope that like one day that could be something that either in WordPress or Affiliate we can like select which ones are per author. Um, you could add a tag to it if you want to. I don't want to do that. I want it to automatically do things for me because I am lazy. <laughs> so that's on me, but other people will be different. Now for links as well, it can be good to check, okay, if the clicks are still good, but the earnings are down. You can go in and see, okay, is this does this thing still exist? So is this tour still running? Is it closed? In Canada, we have a really bad habit of like, if it's winter, all the summer tours just say it's like, doesn't exist anymore for some reason, it just goes red. If it's summer, all the winter tours say the tour doesn't exist anymore, but they do. They just like, don't close booking. They just like delete themselves. It's really weird. I don't know why. So for that case, I'm gonna be really careful and be like, okay, is this um, this page is still seasonal so maybe it's just closed for that maybe I put up a notice that says like these tours will be closed for booking now but they'll reopen at this time anything you want to do to like clarify to your users what the heck is happening is going to be very beneficial for you and for your users it's also a good idea to check like what is getting refunded a ton what is getting canceled a ton in the performance area because if things are getting refunded all the time um, or canceled Something's going wrong. So it happens a lot with hotels where a hotel will try and get people to book directly with them rather than through something like booking or Expedia. It just happens. Sometimes people do like cancel their holidays, also happens. Um, but if it's something like, okay, everyone's buying the this golden retriever Halloween costume and they're all sending it back. What is wrong with that costume that they don't like it? If you didn't buy it yourself and you don't know if it's good quality, Maybe it turns out it looks good online, but it's actually shit. 
maybe it turns out um, there were hidden bad reviews for this car rental company that you need to go in and check better. Tons of things could be happening. There is a reason that like, it is not easy to make 30K a month like off of affiliates and ads because all of this stuff, you have to be willing to spend the time interpreting the data and looking at all this. So like I have extensive spreadsheets for every single page on my site. I have my affiliate spreadsheet. I have my content update spreadsheet. I have my like RPM spreadsheets. I have so many spreadsheets that I've actually created multiple Google Drive accounts because I am too cheap to pay to upgrade a single one. Like that's how bad it's gotten. It's a problem. Luckily, I have a million sites, so I have a million emails. <laughs> but the helpful thing there is that you're then able to keep track of what's happening. Experiment, take some risks. Definitely don't like break your whole site. After I made 30K in January, I like literally turned off some links for no reason. Like I just deleted stuff because I was like panicked about how well things had gone. Don't do that, but be willing to take the loss on like a couple links. So for this site, it doesn't do as well as I would love for it to do because I treat it like a testing ground. I have put Ezoic on it and ruined things. I have a post on my site about that that I'll link in the, in the description if you want to read it. Um, I tried stay 22. I'm working on a case study on that. I have, yeah, I've just like destroyed this site with tests. I wouldn't recommend doing that to your main site. And definitely I would space them out more than I have done with this site. So yeah, but do tests. So like I said, have three posts that are all a variation of the same keyword in a different location or three types of like, if it's like a location site like this, having um, three different hotel type posts and seeing which one does the best, seeing which, uh, yeah, which affiliate does convert the best, or even in the same post, one month have Expedia, the next month have booking, the next month have something else. And this is not just for travel sites, it's just that like my main experience is travel, but even for any other niche, the same thing goes. So even for like my SEO sites, I, or well site, it's singular, um, I will test things with it. So, okay, for a lot of stuff, it is just what I use, but if there's two things and I'm not sure which will convert best, or maybe what language is gonna convert best, even for my own courses, I test. You can A-B test things where you have like two versions of the same page happening. Um, I am not skilled enough to set that up myself, so I would work with a developer to get that set up. There are plugins and stuff you can use, but like I cannot vouch for them. To literally have the same page, like that Ottawa Jacuzzi post running concurrently and half the people will get the Expedia version and half the people will get the booking version. And then at the end, you can just determine which one did best. That is like the best way to figure out exactly what's going to convert best for that post. Um, but there's obviously speed issues and things like that and coding issues with getting that set up. So I, do, I haven't done that myself for these things. Um, what I do instead is just comparing here. So I hope that helped you and inspired you to actually like use Affiliate, especially if you already have it and you've just been using the performance area to just check your earnings. Don't just do that. Go in and actually use it. And 100% use the heat maps. They are so cool. Like even on, we'll show you another post, why not? If it'll load. Sometimes, <laughs> apparently when I'm running Loom, it does not like it. So give it another second. Come on, let me show the people. There we go. <laughs> so here we got another one and we can see the same thing. And so for this one, the book it button is doing a lot better. I genuinely don't know why. I would need to look into that. 
So it's all about testing. And for this one, okay, for the first one, it doesn't get as many clicks on the actual name. It gets kind of split up, but the check prices button does better here. Everything is so post specific. You really have to be willing to test and check. So here, the second one looks like it's getting more than the first one. Maybe this one has something better in the content. Maybe it's more emotional language. Maybe the review is just better. Maybe like things have been updated on it itself. Maybe it's cheaper. That is a thing people do care about. So maybe I swap these two and I see in a month which one's doing better. Probably something I'm gonna wanna try, to be honest with you. Um, definitely better when you have the booking details, to, like the red dot to tell you what's making you the most money. Because just because more people are clicking on the first one, if the third one is converting the best, I'm gonna move that higher. Because even if it's technically worth less in terms of like the amount you could make per sale, if you're making more sales, you're making more money. So it's fine. So yeah, that's how I test things with Affiliate, and that is how I use it for affiliate success. I hope you have tons of fun playing with it, and if you have questions, please ask me in the comments. If you don't have a Filamate yet, I'd really appreciate you using my affiliate link, which I'm going to put in the description as well. Um, that way you guys can sign up for it. I just appreciate getting a little kickback for making these videos. Um, it does help me be able to keep doing this. So yeah, I will see you guys soon in another video.